relationship with food and your body. And I know I made a post about this on Instagram, but I wanted to dive a little bit deeper in some of the do's and the don'ts of being able to create that good relationship with food and your body. So if you're watching live on Instagram or Facebook, drop me a comment below. Say hello. Let me know where you're watching from. And we're going to go ahead and dive in. I do have some notes with me here because I don't want to forget anything. Um, so I do have some notes here I'm going to be looking at. But let's go ahead. I first want to say that you don't need to sacrifice your health or your enjoyment of exercise when pursuing your relationship with food and ending your binge eating. I think there's this misconception that if you are healing your relationship with food and you're ending binge eating, then you are kind of putting your health aside and you can't work on your health goals and you can't work on your body goals. And the truth is, of course, you can't be in a calorie restricted state while trying to fix your binge eating because being in a calorie restricted state, any type of restriction is going to lead to binge eating. However, it doesn't mean that you need to completely put your health aside and not give a shit about your health. I am a firm believer in really prioritizing your health, prioritizing exercise, prioritize getting in good healthy food, um, and you can still have a good relationship with food and end your binge eating. Um, but the whole purpose of this training is to remind you that you don't have to sacrifice your health. And it's really the intention behind everything that you do that makes the difference. You can go for that walk because you love getting outside, you love getting in fresh air, you love how walks make you feel, you love how it can just clear your mind after such a busy day. It doesn't have to be calorie focused. I got to go burn calories. I have to go, you know, burn off the brownie that I had for lunch. It's the intention behind it. And same with eating healthy, right? You can eat vegetables and not have it be a diet culture thing, right? You can 
want to add in more greens, add in more vegetables to your diet versus having this mentality of, oh my God, I've been eating like shit for the past week. I better, you know, I have to force myself to eat healthier because I've been eating like shit all day. Hey, Rihanna. Hello. Hello. Uh, Rihanna says, do things that you enjoy instead of dreading going to the gym, which you hate. It's not realistic. Exactly. Right? If we force ourselves to do something, it's going to maybe last, you know, a few days because you're full of like motivation whenever you start something new. But because you're not enjoying it, you're literally going to say fuck it at the end. And you're going to be like, this is not fun. This is not enjoyable. And it's going to feel like a chore. Okay? Like the intentions of healthy things. Yeah, slow changes. Exactly. Slow, realistic changes that are enjoyable that you're going to look forward to. It's going to be way, way easier for you to stick with it. Um, cool. Okay, so let's talk about nutrition first. I want to talk about the do's and don'ts of nutrition. So the first thing is, like I was talking about before, prioritizing healthy foods, you guys. I'm trying to like record a podcast, look at these comments, and go on Instagram all at the same time. So my eyeballs are all over the place. Um, But yay, Rihanna, congrats. One year sober, amazing. Oh, I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating you. That is massive. So proud of you. So when it comes to nutrition, the do's and don'ts of nutrition. So the first thing is to prioritize vegetables and your macronutrients. Like I said, I think some people think when you're improving your relationship with food and you're ending your binge eating, you have to release food rules and you have to eat like shit all day long because you're giving yourself permission to eat, you know, the cookies or whatever foods you enjoy. And yes, you do need to give yourself permission. That is very important to release those food rules, but that does not mean eating like shit all day long because guess what? You're not going to feel good all day long. If you are eating cookies and chips and fast food for every single meal, you are not going to feel good. You're going to feel bloated. You're going to feel lethargic. And what ends up happening, at least for myself in my past when I used to, or even to this day, if I don't eat well and I eat like shit all day, it's easier to continue eating like shit because you feel like shit and it's like, What's the point? What's the point of eating healthy? Because I've already ruined my whole day. I've already eat, you know, eaten like shit all day long. What's the point of eating a salad for dinner? And we get into that all or nothing mentality. But when we have the, when we go into it saying, I'm going to prioritize myself, I'm going to prioritize my health, I'm going to prioritize getting in vegetables and healthy foods. And I can still enjoy that cookie without guilt. I can still go out to dinner with my friends. I can still go out to ice cream with my family and not feel guilty. That is the biggest difference. So the do is prioritize your health, right? Make time for meal prepping. Make time to meal prep. You don't have to spend hours in the kitchen and you don't have to meal prep every single meal that you're going to eat for the rest of the week, but it's having healthy foods on hand. I do a meal prep session every single week, and this is not the same 
like I did when I was on a diet, but meal prepping in the sense of just having healthy foods on hand. A, a bowl of rice or some meat, some chicken, some vegetables, some potatoes, some quinoa. Make things in bulk so it's easier. Because when you're exhausted from your, your day, you're not gonna feel like cooking. And guess what? The easiest thing to do is to pull out some snacks or go to the drive-thru, right? Yeah, boiled eggs are beautiful. It's such a, an easy way. Um, overnight oats, making oatmeal, really just saving yourself that time. Um, so that's the do's. So prioritizing your vegetables and macronutrients, meal prepping so it's easier for you to have foods on hand, and then allowing yourself your favorite foods, but without guilt. Okay, that is the do's of nutrition. The don'ts, I definitely don't believe that you need to take out any macronutrient. We have carbs, protein, and fat for a reason. Okay, you're not supposed to take any of those macronutrients out of your diet. Yes, you might have celiac, or yes, you might not do really well with a lot of carbs, or your body might not be able to handle a lot of fats, but you should never take any macronutrient fully out of your diet. We need carbs for energy, we need protein to build lean tissue, and we need fats to protect our hormones, especially if you're a female, you need fats for hormone production and for you to feel your best, for you to feel like you have high amounts of energy. So don't take any macronutrients out of your diet. Um, the don't as well is another don't is, like I mentioned, don't eat like shit all day long, right? You're not going to feel good. And don't rely on my fitness pal to tell you how much you should and shouldn't eat. Nobody knows your body better than you. I don't care if my fitness pal tells you that you don't have any calories left for the day, but if you're hungry, you need to you need to listen to your body. You need to listen to the hunger and fullness cues that your body is literally telling you. My fitness pal doesn't know, and I don't care if you've gotten macros from a good coach or you went online and you looked up the calories that you should be eating because you entered this formula in this calculator, no calculator, no amount of calories in my fitness pal knows how much you should be eating except for you. So that is really, really important, listening to your body, okay? Let's move on to exercise. Do's and don'ts of exercise. So the first one in the do section, I definitely am a huge believer in movement and getting an exercise. There are a lot of coaches, uh, more specifically like binge eating coaches, that just tell you to focus on your relationship with food and that's it. And that's great, but movement, you guys, is important. Our bodies were designed to move, right? Especially if we're sitting all day long for work, uh, we need to move our body, right? Like if I sit all day long, I'm like, oh my God, my hip flexors, my back, my neck, like everything feels like I'm a 90-year-old woman. So we need to prioritize movement. And it doesn't have to be one type of movement. Do what feels best for you. Maybe you like walking. Maybe you like cycling. Maybe you enjoy yoga or weight training. Again, this isn't a one-size-fits-all, but you do need to move your body. I don't care what any coach says. That is a priority. And 
exer- and seeing exercise as an act of self-care. Again, going back to what is my intention? Not exercising to burn off calories or, you know, forcing yourself to work out, but truly moving your body because you want to feel good. You know that it's important. You know that it's going to give you energy and you're going to feel so much better. Exactly. Yeah. You can go to nature. You can just be mindful of everything. Sometimes I like listening to a podcast. It's like a double win, right? You go for a walk, you're moving your body, you're clearing your mind. Maybe you're listening to a podcast. You can get some personal development in. There's so many ways. Um, What I don't believe in, I don't believe that you should avoid movement. I don't care if you are in in pain I know a lot of people have pain right like my knees hurt or my back hurts whatever but that most likely is because you're not moving your body and there's so many ways you can move your body okay so I definitely don't believe that you should avoid movement everybody needs to move their body and they can choose what feels best for them I don't believe you should be forcing yourself to work out when you're tired I think You know, when I was very obsessed with calories in my body, I remember so many times I would force myself to go to the gym, I would force myself to exercise, and I would be so burnt out, I'd be so exhausted, and I had the shittiest workout because I literally was a freaking zombie. So don't force yourself to work out if you're tired. Just because you have the intention of working out three days per week, again, you know your body best. And if you don't prioritize that taking care of yourself and really tuning in and asking yourself what you need in the moment, you're not going to have a good workout and you're just going to be burnt out. And it's actually far more unhealthy to push yourself when you're exhausted because we got cortisol levels that's going to stress out the body and you're doing more harm than good. So just remember that when you think you're doing a good service by forcing yourself to work out when you're exhausted, you're actually doing way more harm than good. Okay, it's actually healthier for you to skip that workout and rest than go to the gym when you're feeling burnt out. Okay, And another thing that I am totally against when it comes to exercise, I kind of mentioned this, but using exercise as punishment for what you just ate. So just because you had the brownie for lunch doesn't mean you need to go to the gym to burn off the calories. Just because you didn't eat greens all day long doesn't mean that you need to, you know, bust your butt in the gym or go for an extra walk. Exercise is meant to be enjoyed, food is meant to be enjoyed, and you can have a beautiful balance with both your relationship with food and your relationship with exercise. You don't need to sacrifice one or the other. Both are important. Both need to be a priority, okay? So that is what I have for you guys in this little training. I wanted to share this because it both are really important and I can't remember if I I mentioned this or not but part of my coaching programs with all of the women that I coach with their relationship with food and ending binge eating I give every single client a custom movement plan because like I said movement is 
really important. And the reality is, is when you're moving your body and you're feeling good, you're getting those feel good endorphins. Oftentimes you don't want to eat like shit. You don't want to stuff your face at nine o'clock at night. I know for myself, when I'm in a consistent routine with exercise, I go for a walk every single day. I weight train a few times per week. I feel so much better, even with regards to body image. Even with regards to body image, if you're having bad body image days, I highly recommend moving your body, making your body feel good. When you don't feel good in your body, make your body feel good. And you can do that through exercising, through going for a walk, sweating, moving your body, again, with the intention of feeling good, not the intention of burning calories. So thank you guys so much for listening. I wanted to just share this with you guys. I think it's really important. It was on my heart, and I wish I knew this before pursuing my relationship with food because I waited so long to improve my relationship with food and get support for my binge eating because I thought that I was going to gain a bunch of weight and I thought that I would be having to eat shit all day long. I would have to like force myself to eat ice cream and chips all day long and I didn't want to do that. And I know a lot of women that are here on my platform really enjoy eating healthy, right? I know you enjoy eating healthy, but I know it's also really difficult for you to stay consistent with your diet. And the only way we're going to do that is by number one, improving your relationship with food. Number two, having a good relationship with exercise. And number three, um, doing things in the right order. Doing things in the right order. And that means getting support with your relationship with food first. Putting your mental health first. Because when you do, your physical health is going to take care of itself. I promise you, when you are no longer binge eating, you're no longer sabotaging every single day your your food, you're no longer self-sabotaging with food, the weight is naturally going to come off. And you're going to be at a healthy weight without going to extremes, without counting calories, weighing your food, doing these crazy diets, taking carbs out of your diet. You don't have to do that. So... That is all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this and have a beautiful rest of your day, you guys. Bye.